Welcome again to the Let's Be Frank podcast, where home improvement legend and metal roofing expert Frank Farmer talks about how you can improve your sales and customer satisfaction and grow your metal roofing business. Let's Be Frank is brought to you by Metal Roofing Consultants. Learn more at metalroofingconsultants.com and by Isaiah Industries. Learn more at isaiahindustries.com. How do salesmen think they need to lie? It's easier than telling the truth. Easy to weave a story. Salespeople are afraid of the truth. They're afraid it could rob them of their paycheck. The old saying, tell them what they want to hear. Well, the reality is it's easy to lie to people. It's much easier to lie than it is to tell the truth. I think lying comes down to several things. Number one, greed. Two, protect themselves. Three, ignorance and misinformation, repeating what they've heard someone else say, yet they don't even know if it's true. And then there's habit. Some salespeople feel it's the customer's fault. (laughs) I don't buy that, but they think if the customer's stupid enough in this internet age that they don't know better, that's their own fault. Some salespeople think it's okay to lie to the customer because, you know, they say, well, they lie to us. Some people say things like, buyers are liars. They believe this is the result of customers saying things like, I'm the sole decision maker, and they find out they've got a spouse. They think customers lie to them because they say things like, your competitor is cheaper. I'm not doing anything till next year. I want to do it, and I always pay cash, but it's going to take me some time to pull together the cash. I'll give you a call back. You see, all these lines that salespeople hear, Personally, I don't believe customers lie. For the most part, they they don't lie. Customers have preconceived ideas when you get there. Based on these ideas, they say, I am the sole decision maker. They actually believe that when they're saying that. They know they're married, but they believe that they can make that decision, but it's only when they get new information that they realize they can't. You know, customers say things like, your competitor is cheaper. And he may think that because he's viewing our products as the same. And mine isn't the same. Mine's a far superior product. You know, I hear people say, I'm not doing nothing until next year. And you know what? They probably planned on doing it next year. That's the logic speaking. They they think they're in good shape. But when they get emotionally involved and find out that the house can't wait till next year, guess what they don't do? They don't wait. They changed their mind. It wasn't that they lied to you. My viewpoint's simple. You're a con artist, not a salesman, if you have to lie to get a sale. And when you vow to be truthful, people will take a notice because you're different. They will respect you. And you're going to win their business. They sense that you're different. With all the sales lies that are out there, You've gained a bad rap. If you think of all the misinformation that's out there, that's coming from different companies, from different salespeople, even from different websites, you've got a bad rap because there's so much misinformation out there. And it's not just the salespeople your customers don't trust. They've grown pretty leery of the shady marketers also. I think we need to really understand that salespeople aren't liked 
And marketing people aren't liked. And as I talk to salespeople, and I get chances to talk to a lot of them and I coach a lot of them. When they come to me, they're not proud of the sales profession. All you got to do is ask them what they do for a living. And they'll start doing the hop, skip, and jump around and never get a straight answer and never hear them say, I'm a salesperson. They start explaining all different aspects of their job, what they do, put all kind of fancy titles with it. But rarely do they speak, I'm, I'm a salesperson. And the problem of dishonesty and deceit is such a problem and it is so prevalent that if you really look at it, you can use it to your advantage. While everyone else in the sales world is busy telling lies, how about you vow you never tell another lie? In 2000, I had just left a top 25 home improvement company in the United States. And I sat contemplating my future about what it is that I wanted to do. I wasn't sure I wanted to be involved in the home improvement industry any longer. I remember sitting at my desk with a pad of paper drawing a line down the middle of a page. I remember doing the good old T clothes, the Ben Franklin clothes, weighing out my pros and cons. One side of the paper, everything I liked about the business and on the other side of the paper, everything that I didn't like. I do remember the things on the one side that I've liked was about two-thirds of a page. And on the other side, um, I was nearly three pages of things that I didn't like. Things that I, as I sat and thought about it, were sleazy. And I was using a gauge of, would I want this done to me? Would I want this done to my elderly mother? And examining the things I liked and things I didn't like, I realized something. Everything that was on the right side of the page, when it gets my morals, when it gets my values, and I realized I had sacrificed myself. It was okay to say certain things. It was okay to repeat this because some of the people had repeated it. I never was one to outright lie. But trying to find crafty ways to explain to somebody that 21% interest rate was a great deal. Those are the things that bothered me. And when I realized it went against my values and against my morals, I realized all I had to do was not sacrifice my morals and do everything that was on the left side of the page, even if it would cost me a sale. And it was at that moment I told myself, if I have to be unethical, I don't want to be part of the business. And so I made a decision at that point I was never going to lie again. I'm not going to ask, you know, self an honest question. Self, did you ever lie after that? And then the answer is, oh, yeah, I did. Purposely, no. Through ignorance, yes. And I remember once I made that commitment that sometimes saying things and I'd stop. And I remember looking at one lady and telling her, forget what I just said. That wasn't true. I don't know where that came from. I had to break habits. But I vowed to never do anything that was unethical that I wouldn't want done to me. You know, then as I grew my business, I decided to put my values right out there on the website. And my values were very straightforward. God first, family second, and business third. And I got to ask, you know, was, was putting it on a website, was that really necessary for me? 
And the answer was, yes, I wanted it as a permanent reminder, not only to myself, but to our employees, but also I wanted everybody that we do business with to understand what my values were, because if they didn't have similar values, we probably weren't going to get along real well. And those were my core values. See, where I had come from prior, they stated that those were their values, but they really weren't. I can remember particularly one time a gal calling in and she had a sick child and said she wouldn't be able to come in only to hear the office manager say, so I hear what you're saying, but what time will you be here? And I could overhear the conversation in the phone and she says, well, I can't be. And she said, no, you didn't hear me. What time will you be in? I didn't ever want to have that here. You see, I wanted our customers to start to see us as something different. I wanted to do business with people who valued my core values. And ask yourself this question. How much respect would you gain with your customers if you focused only on the truth and operated only with the utmost integrity? How much value would you gain when a customer said somebody else said that and you could just look at them straight and say, that just would not be factual. That would not be true. You see, by using truth and integrity to stand out, you're going to be shining. Because it is so counterculture to the sales profession that's out there right now that when you make that vow, it changes everything about you and just oozes from your skin. I made a decision to expose my competitors for what they were, to call out their lies. I would never call a company by name, but I had no problem with telling somebody when something wasn't truthful. You see, you don't need to talk about your competitors by slamming them. You just do it by being truthful. You do it by showing people how others have often deceived the truth. And you go through and you, you help them discover what the truth is. And they quickly see it's not in their best interest what they had, what they had thought. And they then also see that as deceit. In our business, there, there are companies giving the customers what they want. Roofs seemingly cheaper than asphalt without being straightforward as to the problem that these cheap alternatives are going to cause them. That's wrong. Guys, I'm seeing roofs out there that are passed off as great roofs that are, you know, Chinese steel with only 15 ounces of galvanization, a G15, when everybody in the industry knows you don't want to have anything less than a G90, 60 maybe on agricultural type of panels. But G15, really? And passing that off as quality? Or, you know, 30-gauge nail strip standing same roofs on a 112 pitch? when those roofs shouldn't be used between a 312 or a 412 pitch, whatever it's designed for. But you see it. I see it. You know, cheap indoor liner panel that's made to be used inside in garages that's being put on people's roofs that's going to fail. Forget the fact that it's a screw-through and with Michigan's ice, snow, freeze, thaw, those screws are going to work loose and we're going to ruin a person's house. You know, I see people installing metal roofs with no underlayment. The people don't know the difference. 
or telling people they don't need to ventilate the attic because their panels are up on purlins and that does the ventilation for them. And the customer's ignorant and they don't know. You know what? That's just flat wrong. And here's some tips to gaining your customer's trust. Connect with your customer. You know, we all thirst for that connection in this age of social media. We all thirst for truth. We thirst for the real values. We thirst for the morals. We start forming emotional bonds with our customers by genuinely listening, by telling them, I'm only going to give you factual information. See, listening is an art. It's lost among most salespeople. They love to talk. We have our salespeople tape their presentations and we get an opportunity to listen to them for purpose of finding out if they, if they can listen. Find out, do, do you ask open-ended questions and listen for responses? Did they talk for more than a minute without asking a question? Did they get off and start giving a speech? Did they focus on genuine conversation and connecting with that customer? Were they pacing their speech pattern to that of the customer's? Were they showing genuine concern for the customer? Were they interested in really finding out what that customer valued? Did they find out why the customer was discouraged for their last roof? Did they discover what they wanted to have happen with their new roof? Did they understand the real reason that they were there? You know, we help reps understand that when you get an opportunity, an appointment, and they've had somebody in there before you, the reason you're there is they didn't trust, they didn't like the last person, or they didn't see value. Because as soon as you establish trust and value, and they like you, they're going to purchase from you. So you shouldn't be worried about what the customer says the last guy had. He didn't like him anyway, or they didn't like him anyway. But after you connect with the customer, I'm going to tell you not to be afraid to show your vulnerability. When you screw up, look at them and smile and say, you know what? I just screwed up. Smile about it. You're not perfect. If you make a mistake, don't hide it. Be honest. If you misspoke on something and you told them something was going to happen and you find out it's not going to happen, pick up the phone and call them and tell them it's not going to happen. I screwed up. And then make it right with the customer. You see, I think it's important to explain to the customer that there's way too many contractors out there that will prey on their lack of knowledge to give them exactly what they want, and that's called a low price. You see, folks, when you don't know the information that I have, and I'm talking to the customer, when you don't have the information that I have about what goes into a quality roof, it's pretty easy to get taken advantage of. And if you know these 10 things, nobody's going to be able to take advantage of you. But it's important that you know these 10 things. And I'm going to take the time and I'm going to share that with you folks, if that's okay. And they're always eager to know what are those 8, 10, 12 things that you want to share with them. I think it's important to be brutally honest with your customers. But at the same time, I think we need to be gentle. And I'm a hard charger. And sometimes that word gentle is pretty tough and I've got to really slow myself down so I, I don't offend people. But I'm telling you, if you move to a value-based presentation, 
a presentation that's based upon your values of honesty in doing what's right, you're going to shine. I'm going to tell you, lead with your heart. Understand you make your living by helping people. When you're authentic with people, people are going to feel moved. They're going to feel your commitment and your desire to help. And you're going to make a lot of sales. I truly hope you've enjoyed this visit. That's all for this episode of Let's Be Frank. Let's Be Frank is brought to you by Metal Roofing Consultants, training successful metal roofers nationwide. Learn more at metalroofingconsultants.com and by Isaiah Industries, in the business of manufacturing the very best permanent roofing solutions for homes across North America and around the world. Learn more at isaiahindustries.com. Let's Be Frank is a production of Metal Roofing Consultants, copyright 2023.